I nailed it. And then, nice. I'm proud of you, dude. Thank you. And then, <laughs> let's do a clap sync in three, two, one. All right. I don't even know how to do this anymore. Holy crap. But... Oh, wait. I, I got it. I got I it. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Tyranny of Thumbs Gaming Podcast, a podcast where a group of friends play a game each week and then we talk about it. Not each week anymore. It's not each week anymore. Fuck, it's sometimes. It's whatever we fucking feel like. No, because Elena was doing the play of just like act like literally nothing has happened. Yeah, Yeah, right. Nothing's happened. We did not take a deeply extended hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. It's all totally fine. And we'll talk about that on this week's episode. Um, But first, a word from our sponsors. Seabat. Visual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, we're Visual God. Seabat. No, I, I can't believe I actually brought that poison onto my oh own. My yeah, God. Now James is going to start listening to so it again horrible. and then he's going to laugh. <laughs> <and> it... <laughs> Interesting. Right, you know, you kind of made it sound like it was the, the creaking of that. I know. It, it worked more there than I think it did when we listened to it pre- prior to recording. That's interesting. Okay, I'll, have to, I'll have to think about that one. McCoy's further. workshopping this in his mind. But yeah, it's, I feel it's like... my natural charisma. See, the thing is, now that I've, like, you know, introduced that into your guys' sphere, like, Mm -hmm. now you're going to go on the internet and you're going to see those references and realize just how pertinent that meme culture is, at least Mm -hmm. on Reddit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Maybe that's how uh, it's going to go down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, it's like, for me, I'm going to learn, it's going to, you know, everything you just have to spend to a positive way. Right, like you have to like take everything and, and figure out what the good is from it. So for me, I have a long list of people that anyone who posts on that, I will ban forever, and I will never see you in my Reddit ever again. And that's okay, and that's the beauty for me. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. It creates. It's like um. It gets the the sheep's no no, no the wolves in sheep's clothing. They show themselves instantly. It's like putting a stake out there, and they just start salivating. Right? It's like sheep don't salivate for steak. So that's what I'll do. Okay. Mm-hmm. God. Okay. 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 It's memes confirmed. No, I just, I just, yeah, it's just, takes, they're it's, already spewing. It's interesting, right? Because it's kind of silly. Because if you ask me about like dumb humor, like humor that is like so dumb and so specifically dumb that it's smart, like you had to like really try to get that dumb. And it's mm-hmm. almost like it's only achievable from like an understanding of where the joke sphere is and where it goes. Like, I really appreciate that. But then this is like it's like a it's like an offshoot of that. You think I'd respect that? It's like awful, I guess is how I describe it. It's like the most awful thing. Like intellectually, we could put a think tank on get a worse choice for sex song in the bedroom if you whatever. That's the you'll get it if you get it. But then like the point is like we could be literally sitting here for like six months trying it. I don't know if we would succeed at getting worse than this. You know what I mean? So it's really like quite impressive in that way. But still. But still, there's something about awfulness. I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. And I, I appear to be the only one. I, I literally can't think of anyone else who agrees with me on this. Yeah, so. I'd like to go on record and say that I enjoyed learning about the Seabat meme today. And I'd like to th- publicly thank Zoe for bringing that into my life. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. For your listening pleasure. Mm-hmm. In the bedroom or out. <laughs> Does that strike you as awful? <laughs> okay. It's not great. It's Listen, hilarious. do yourself a favor. And go listen to that and then, you know, comment on this YouTube video, which it's not. And there's no way for you to comment. <laughs> but just, you know. You can leave um, us a five-star review on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, that just says, and just I like Seabat. I like Seabat. Yeah. But, like, you don't, though. That's the thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Or. I Maybe they do. For a long time. Don't yuck someone you else's can... yum. 
No, 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 James, down. This is awful. You are not allowed to like this in an unironic way. I'm not not saying I like it unironically. I'm saying someone might, and you shouldn't yuck their yum. I think... No, I should. I'd like to posit that you can like the song, but you just shouldn't like it in the context that that person (laughs) liked it. Okay. Like you can be like, yo, this is a great jam to drive to, or I don't know what the, what people like this song for, but like you know, you it should not be a bedroom song. That's You're my willing ha- to go out there and make such a take. bold stance. And if the you disagree is... with me, you can email in at tyrannyofthumbs oh at gmail dot com like, so and true. get in on the controversy. We've, we've yeah. literally been fucking AFK or a wall uh-huh. for like fucking like seven years, and we just come back, yep. pimp the email, immediate email <laughs> pimping. Like I was born to do this. Yeah, full That's respect right. on that. It's just ingrained in my being. God. If you email us at tyrannyofthumbs at gmail.com, we will add you to the email list, and then we will um, invite you to buy our t-shirts. Yeah, exactly, which don't exist. They will exist. We have some. We have some. We have some. Yeah. Yeah. I do have some really cool T.O.T. Okay, so listen. I'm going to let everybody in on a secret. Okay. What the audience is witnessing right now is either something that I might actually cut out, which is a first for me, or Uh you're actually legitimately witnessing us like greasing the fucking wheels again. For fuck's sake, it has been a fucking minute. I was doing great. I don't know what y'all are doing. No, I understand that. But 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 like, it's like you're in tune and we're out of tune, and the juxtaposition is incredible. Y'all just need to get on my level. At least I'm out of tune. What? (laughs) You just need to get on my level. Yeah, but. I've done That's the intro true. and pimped the email. What are you bringing to the table today, McCoy? Okay, well, I'd like to take us to our next topic. That's okay. what I'd like to do. Which is actually, I think, like, realistically, we should probably start with, like, just a little bit about, like, our hiatus. Elden Ring Corner? Are. I knew it. Yes. Elden Ring <laughs> Corner! Dude, Elden Ring is still good. The patches are still coming. They've been listening to the PvP community, which is interesting. Um, the PvP community is by no means entirely right. But, you know, it's kind of exciting. It's kind of exciting to see people... Yeah, the um, four people that still play Elden Ring PvP are really excited about these patches. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, it brought back some new users, and it brought, you know, it, it's it's tough because when you really, like, like boil it down to, like, the smallest fan base possible for Elden Ring, it is, it's pretty brutal. Because it's like, you're not going to find people that are, like, new. I mean, occasionally you do. Like, occasionally you'll invade on someone, and it'll be, like, two absolutely new people. And the, the gulf between you... One of the last, you know, 300 people who play Elden Ring PvP with your perfectly optimized build versus two people with their, like, straight from Skyrim Sorta Archer builds is <laughs> just... But, yeah, no, it's... uh, They're actually great changes, but, you know. And I'm hoping that it's in preparation for the DLC. Still not announced, but, I mean, that would be hype. Let's yeah. drop some DLC. I feel like it's not coming for another year. Maybe yeah, I would two years at this yeah. point. They have to win Game of the Year first. Mm-hmm. They're and going then to they'll drop it. Yeah, I've I mean, had my yeah. T-shirts pre-made. <laughs> Fair, oh, which you can, you can buy <laughs> if you subscribe oh, to our email God. list, which is not that's right. true. That's all a lie. <sighs> yeah, that is all a lie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, cool. Um, outside of Elden Ring Corner, um, and I guess like you know, I mean, I just wanted to, like we should probably like, briefly at least talk about just sort of where we're at with the podcast and stuff because like you know. At least, like, you and I, Elena, had a cross-country move, and it took a lot of energy out of us, and we tried to figure yeah, out... Yeah, people are moving, people have moved, people will move. That's true. You know, we have busy, exactly. we have busy lives. Yeah. I can't... I, I just want... I, I... Not only was I thinking about this speech that you just interrupted in the shower, 
for like oh. the entire three months Did that we've been know. on hiatus. Okay. But you know, um, no, I didn't sure. know it was that serious. Please give us your shower speech. I'm not starting that again. Oh. It's over. Um, but yeah, cool. So like, you know, just a lot of people are moving and things are happening and like all sorts of, you know, whatever. And so I feel like we've just sort of been sitting there and thinking about like how much weekly means to us and how much we can actually do that. And how do we, you know, do we, what, what do we want to do basically? I don't think it's an entirely solved question. It's more of an open question, but we've been watching um, Edge Runners, which is the cyberpunk TV show. That's been fun. And I feel like that's something that, I don't know, I want to get a podcast about at some point when we're done. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm. I feel like mm. it's been great. Yeah, it has been great. It has been, like, way, way better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like we're Do trying to you just... think in the future... Sorry for Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, <laughs> we, we your can't... shower speech, McCoy. Fuck, dude. <laughs> we can't do it for Cyberpunk Edge Runners because we're already, what, like, six or seven episodes in. We've got three episodes left. Um, uh-huh. But I, w- I would almost, like, pause it, like, not, not as a tried and true thing but i feel like we could play around with something of watching a tv show and doing like a brief 30 minute discussion at the end of an episode talking about the episode or something like that yeah definitely mm-hmm. i think it's just really about like honestly and i don't even know what people's opinions on this but like how much do you guys miss recording that's what i ask you i know i miss it i would do it i don't i don't know i would like i would potentially do weekly again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but it's just a matter of what people can actually handle what people are into um yeah so we'll see i miss it yeah 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 exactly i mean it's it's great to be back it's it's weird to hit record again but it's great to be back and i'm really excited to actually talk about like a video game or just (laughs) shoot the shit with people i don't know i just enjoy talking with you folks yeah agreed yeah i hear that well it's really interesting because it's like for some reason you kind of have to wrap you don't have to but it's like interesting like if you wrap a conversation in like a podcast format, like it's scheduled, it's on the calendar, everyone gets their shit ready, they get their water, their tea, their fucking 19 drinks, right? James goes to the bathroom, like really important <laughs> stuff, like before the episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then it's like, all of a sudden, there's a space created for having a conversation, shooting the shit and talking about a video game and whatever. But I feel like otherwise, I mean, we could do this. It's just a strange thing to be like, hey, let's all get together and talk about something. You know what I mean? It's like kind of like a strange event. It'd be awesome. I think we should do it more. But like, it's nice to be able to codify that into something that can actually get done and like create the space for it. Because otherwise, yeah, I don't know. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like nobody like seems to get together and just like talk. It's like you gotta be doing something. Like, oh, are you playing a video game? Like, oh, are you whatever? Like there's gotta be like a purpose. And I feel like this is like a purpose to, there is a purpose, but then it's almost a purpose for no purpose in some way. So it's kind of mm. cool. Yeah. 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 Hmm. But there is a purpose, though, you see. That's we right. Because played War Tales. And so we were like, okay, we, we, don't, we don't know how to start this thing necessarily back up exactly. It's a little bit awkward and, you know, holidays and motherfuckers going to be all around the fucking world and doing all sorts of crazy shit. Um, but, like, hey, though, Elaine and I have been following this game for a little while. Caught our attention because it's a fantasy RPG um, in a sort of old school pc rpg style and uh it's just one of those things where like you know how like the video game industry kind of like goes in cycles when it comes to genres it's like right now genres about settings you know it's like ooh, it's fantasy then it's you know i don't know 
like zombies, zombies, mm-hmm. and yes. vampires, <laughs> vampires, post-apocalyptic. That they try to do fucking pirates, and then it never really succeeds. You know what I mean? Like, but I feel like pirates could be so cool. I don't know why they keep messing up pirates. Well, I don't know. I would play the shit out of a good pirate game. Did you hear about the Ubisoft pirate game that everyone seems really, to say like, is really bad? Really bad. Yeah. Well, I haven't. So I haven't played it, but man, but... I don't think it's out. Is it not coming out? I thought I heard something like they finally were like, mm, maybe not. I I think they probably shouldn't from what i hear release it but i think it is coming out i mean i don't what's this yeah it's like skull and bones or whatever that sounds right it's like ship combat but i think you can't get off your boats maybe hmm Hmm. i don't know it sounds just like very half-baked and everything i've heard is like it's just bad yeah it's set to release in march 2023 Mm -hmm. so sort of coming up I yeah, guess that's, we'll see. It's coming up pretty soon. It was their soon. big 2022 pirate bu- blockbuster that they delayed, most likely because of this feedback. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Feedback being your game is not good. <laughs> Does anybody, did anyone play like way back in the day? I want to say it was like a Sid Meier game maybe, but like, like there, was a pi- there was a pirate game. Mm. It wasn't I think it's called Pirates. There was so a pirate think, game, but yeah. it involved courtly dancing. Like you were... I don't know, maybe you weren't like a pirate, maybe you were like a ship, but it was like ships and you'd be like on the seas, but then you were also like romancing ladies, or like fancy ladies, like fan- proper ladies. And so there was a whole like stately dancing mini game. Anyone? It's like a dating sim. I never played I was that game. really into that game hmm. back in the day. Hmm. Really? I used to play it at my grandparents' house. It was great. Hmm. It was like, anyways, if someone remade that game, I would play that. That would be a great pirate game. I think yeah. I think the whole like Sid Meier's, like they lost a lot of their intellectual property to various like companies, and uh, it's kind of a mess. Hmm. That's my understanding. Hmm. Anyways, that was a side tangent. I just it upsets me that no one can make a good pirate game. Yeah, I think fair. it's un charted no unfulfilled uncharted it's like territory. it could i think you made money off of it like they've done everything uncharted else waters. Yeah. uncharted waters un well so i think okay so waters. i think sea of thieves was a fucking masterpiece but that's just my opinion like yeah but did you ever did, play it though so okay did i ever play it no but did i watch like probably a hundred hours of some of the best gameplay that was being played at that time on sea of thieves yeah definitely like but it just it, it wasn't when the first the game first released because when the game first released the people who and listen we can fall victim of this we all can but the people who sit there and go like all right game deliver an experience to me those people did not like sea of thieves they did not like the quest system they did not like the rewards they did not like you know essentially anything about it and it took this sort of second wave of people um playing sea of thieves kind of their own way to actually unlock its uh potential for just like being a really chaotic and beautiful like world to be a pirate in well they um, were like, like role-playing in it right there was role-playing, and then, yes, and it, I think it was role-playing adjacent. So, like, role-players I thought did very good, um, potentially even from the start, and just enjoyed themselves. But then there was this separate section that were, like, hardcore hardcore pirates, like, stowaways. Like, they would, mm-hmm. like, hide on people's ships and, like, do weird emotes to, like, be behind weird objects that you would never expect people to be behind. And then they would just wait for, like... 
I mean, like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And Sea of Thieves, um, especially when, like, you could play with, I think it was, like, Xbox characters or whatever. Like, you know, Xbox players. They, because they didn't have Discord at the time, their mic uh, voice chat goes through the game. And so, because it goes through the game, you, as the other opponents, can hear them talk. So, you'd be able to hear, like, these two fucking Xbox dudes just, like, talking about their adventure. Or, like, a dad and a son playing together. And you're a stowaway on their fucking ship, like... Like, secretly fucking calming your team. Like, we are going to fucking steal the chest at exactly this time. And just, like, it was insane. It was amazing. It's fucking amazing. Um, so, like, that stuff. I mean, that was Sea of Thieves. That was Pirates. Like, it was just really a matter of, were you able to create a good experience that you want to play in it? Because I think it was a great sandbox, but the, like, you know, actual game itself. You know what I mean? The RPG or whatever aspect of it is much, much, much lighter. Hmm. So... But we're talking about these different types of games, right? Mm -hmm. These different settings or whatever. And the one that I've never given up is just fantasy. I just like, like, fantasy specifically, like... Like high fantasy. Sure. Elves and shit. Yeah, but, like, for me, it's bows and swords and axes and shields and blacksmiths and, you know, sure, magic. Medieval fantasy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and so, like, that, to me, like, the gaming industry moved on from... But what's really hilarious is, like, that was what it was on the back of, like, some of the best franchises at the time that have basically never even recovered to where they were. Like, think, like, Skyrim, for example, right? That's what they were doing. And then they've just spent 10 years not doing that and basically just tripping over themselves. And so it was exciting to see a game kind of go back there. And it's like, yeah, this is not only still good, it's actually in a lot of ways better than, like, I mean, this is heresy to some people. But, like, you know, I'm, I'm not as big a fan of the space genre as I am of this genre. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I keep saying genre. Whatever. Deal with it. Write a comment um (laughs) but like you know what i'm saying so it was just kind of like oh it's an old school rpg that has you know like a party system and has maybe what looks like XCOM combat we can talk about that later but this might actually just be fun Mm -hmm. that's a good starter back what about a game that's just fun yeah for sure yeah it's interesting i'm i'm always very weary coming into games like this um like, I, I looked at the combat, and that's exactly what I thought was, like, oh, this looks a lot like XCOM. I loved XCOM. I love XCOM, too. Like, this seems like the combat system that I really like. However, I think the thing... It's not that... I don't want to say that medieval fantasy, like, is a genre that I avoid, typically. But it's just not one that I'm particularly drawn to all that much. Um, especially when it comes to the RPG format, um, you know, I've, I've never been all that big into like D and D type games and character sheets and stats Mm -hmm. and, um, the really nitty gritty RPG mechanics are something that I think for my brain just really overwhelm me. You know, it's like the, we were joking about watching cyberpunk, but it's like when you're constantly in your inventory being like, hmm, this gun does 17.2 damage, but I could do this and get 17.5 damage and it's better. And I don't know, like, I don't like to waste a lot of time in my inventory or caring about my stats all that much. Um, I'm usually just like, big guy strong, make strength number very big profit kind of thing and so i looked at this game and i was like okay like i'm going to give it a shot i'm not sure what i'm gonna think about how involved the rpg mechanics are but 
honestly, like, it's still sort of involved in this game, but it's in a way that I think is, like, the perfect balance for me in terms of, like, I don't know, outfitting each of your mercenaries in your mercenary group and going about this world. Yeah, and actually what's really interesting is that, I mean, from that standpoint, from the armor and weapons standpoint, and the combat is a variation above this, but the inventory stuff that you're talking about, I mean, that is basically D&D and D&D clones and, like, all those types of battle systems, sorry, inventory systems, uh, are like this. They're like the... They're not looters in that way you're thinking where there's like a thousand like cyberpunk is, you know what I mean? There's like a thousand things and they all have like numbers and you're like borderlands. And you're like, fuck, this is exhausting. They're more the like, you know, you might have this for a long time and then you might see a really expensive upgraded version. And you might ask yourself, do you want to pay 180 gold for that and go like, fuck, that's a lot of armor. I could really use that, but that is 180 gold. I don't really have. And like, that's kind of, so that's, I would say, in essence, where all of this shit started. And we just see it sort of, like, run away with craziness from there. And so this is, in many ways, a return to that old-school style. And I, I think it's way for the better. Um, and just in terms of, like, it makes new items feel interesting and powerful and unique. And, like, you're sitting there, like, lusting over a bow. You know, you're like, fuck, that would be an amazing bow. That archer would get so much better. It's, like, got this magical property. It's got fire abilities, which apparently is terrible. <laughs> Chaos archers. We'll talk about Dude. that. <laughs> I have the fire bow. Oh, my God. I, I Actually, McCoy has the fire bow. Yeah. I named mm, everybody nice. in the party after you guys. Um, <laughs> McCoy is the archer. That Elena is Thank the um, backstabbing thief. Um Zoe is the sword and board. (laughs) Well, you're the, I mean, you're a ranger, but you have slit like eight people's throats. um, And I made you the thief. Acceptable. Because it um, gives you a crit chance bonus, I believe, uh, which Mm -hmm. seems pretty good. Um, um, Zoe's got the sword and board. Uh, (laughs) Raphael. My dark souls one. That's exactly. (laughs) And, uh, Raphael has the um, big two-handed weapon, and uh, Cameron's the pony. Um, <laughs> nice. Because Cameron can carry a lot of inventory? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and, uh, yeah, you have that bow. It's certainly interesting. I've, I'm not sure it's bad. Um, but also I just want to say I'm like missing every third word sometimes that you guys are saying. So I'm struggling to keep up with the conversation. Yeah. Like you guys just disappeared for me. Luckily I was talking, so you didn't say anything in that time. When you say you guys, just so we can quickly, is it all of us? It's both. Yeah. It's, it's both. Well, it's, I guess all three of you. Um, yeah. So it's oh. definitely me. It's definitely our me. first tech problem. So this was yeah. actually foretold by the gods, but not in this way. And that's how life plays tricks on you. Because you mm-hmm. would have thought it would have been Elena and I's internet that would have struggled. Um, no, or it's something. back to me. 
oh james listen i feel so sorry for you but i feel so happy for me selfishly that it's not me i Yet, do not want to be don't curse us yeah well knock on wood still time yeah um <laughs> there's still time oh my god well that's the other thing right because like we had to move all of our setups. i at least moved all of our setups right and then i you know cursed myself by going buying new um audio equipment so then that has potential problems so like the fact that mm. if, if anyone even hears this at all and it sounds even remotely okay i'm so sorry if it sounds terrible um that is just this is you know it's the first step in the process towards making things sound better and work properly is the suffering mm-hmm. that we're unleashing on people but yeah oh, I'm sorry well, so that, far none of your controller microphones are on so that's already uh that's a real <laughs> yeah moment. that's that's a big i played elden ring with plus. my sister for like an hour and she was like why can i hear everything rustling and i was like oh fuck <laughs> yeah yeah why can't you hear oh god dude it's so funny too because like, like i was just like rubbing myself with the controller <laughs> like, what is that fucking noise and i was like oh whoops it's just sad because like I feel like without changing all the like equipment, when I'm usually like when I'm in my element, when I'm on my game, I can like hear all that shit. I can hear the distortion. I can hear when people are using the wrong mics. I can hear everything. They're you know they're gain knob too far mm-hmm. up. I can hear all that shit. And then the second you introduce problems on my end, I'm like, I don't know, could be me. So it's just like you would be <laughs> wrestling with a fucking controller for like an hour, and I'd just be like, it's probably my headphones. I don't know. And I'm just like, which is so dumb. Um, yeah yeah wait can we mm. briefly go back to war tales and can we all describe the parties that we're rolling with sure mm-hmm. i'll yeah, go sure. first <laughs> 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 all right i i decided to roll out well so i started playing with mccoy we were playing like a co-op version so i just sat and what i was advisor mm-hmm. um but then i there's then we got into it and i was like i am gonna like this game i need to play it um, so I started an all-female squad, and I have named them all after characters from young adult novels. Genius. I love it. So Genius. like Tamora Pierce, exactly. <laughs> yes, man. Just major shout-outs to Tamora Pierce. Um, Dig it. And like all of the, I guess some of them are like adult, but they're like they're young adult, but they're for adults. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's like real sexy time. Um, it's like oh, your there's... introduction into adult novels, like. From a preteen era. What, the Tamara exactly. Pierce? Yeah. 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 So anyways, I am rolling with an all-female squad that just have, like, you know, names from... Fe- they're just female heroine names, and it's um great. They're, so they're what are their killers. names? Who are, they, who are they? Honestly, I went with a lot of, like, weird Russian ones from Naomi Novik's novels, because I was, like, really into those at the time. Cool. Still, I, I still am. Nice. I like them a lot. And I can't say any of them, but I know how <clears> I pronounce <throat> them in my head, but I'm afraid to say them out loud, because right, Zoe so... knows some Russian, and I'm not fucking with that. Oh. It's nice to know that. Type them in the that... chat and let Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> let Zoe pronounce them. Oh, that's, okay, sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a one way to go about it. Yeah. So also... what, what class did you? I, you can kind of start with a class, right? So yeah, yeah like a set of, of characters. I went with um, thematically. I felt it worked for me. I went with the farmers who are like looking for a better life. I was like, mm. I like farming, or so, I don't know, whatever. Um, so I ended up, and that was turns out super good composition i have two spearmen spear women spear people Mm -hmm. and um two spears one sword one archer Mm -hmm. and then wait the sword i picked up i think i had three spears and one archer is that possible i don't think so i think it's two spears archer and a sword maybe i don't no, know because the sword lady i i drafted i had to wait for a while until i found 
like a, you know how you can you can yeah. recruit NP, like npcs into your party i had to like wait for a while until an appropriately named female person showed up oh yeah. <laughs> and then i recruited her and i was like okay yeah well we can interesting. take you interesting you're only recruiting women yeah that's yeah, yeah. cool mm-hmm. it's a deeply <clears throat> sexist operation no <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh but yeah no like and i know that i had given you some advice that the spearmen were really strong um they are really strong it's only mm-hmm. sexist if you name it like charlie's angels or something like that i did not do that no i didn't venture that's that good. far that's yeah. nice to know it's only sexist if you do that um yeah <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh no but it's just it's um i i guess like what i would say and i was gonna say like also just like just we i think that's something we should cover today is i think just some general tips and tricks and stuff we've learned along the way because i feel like you have to learn a lot about this game through just trying to stick your brain on it like like oh the fire arrow is causing immense chaos everywhere or like oh this upgraded uh dagger uh can only be done in a 360 aoe so he can't even get in crowded firefights without you know slashing all of my friends um but anyways yeah so you did that comp and Tell us a little bit about the the roles, though. Like, because I know I had started with different characters, and I mean, my playthrough is still technically going, um, but it is like the wheels are falling off. Because I feel like so many things I learned through painfully putting myself behind, mm-hmm. and I was hoping, yeah. and I think it was a, was a really great advantage for you was that you watched, and we both learned together on my save, yeah, and then you went to go start it over again and had so much more knowledge. So, yeah, definitely. I mean. The spear people are very strong. I really like them. Um, What's strong about them? Because you don't have to engage, right? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, their, their attacks are actually strongest from a distance. So if you see them back a little bit. Um, I don't know. They're also, like, sort of, I guess, uncom- like unfussy and uncomplicated. Like, the archers, you have to make sure they have, like, a clear line of sight or you're just shooting your own people. The other yeah. rogues are, like, jumpy and stuff. I don't know. I don't ever like rogues. And um, they're sturdy. Like all, I just have a bunch of like real beefy ladies. I've essentially just purely leveled up like constitution, um, and they all wear heavy armor and they just roll out and fuck people up. That's awesome. Um, so it's sort of like indestructible, and they can just be in the middle of everything. And then I've given them all. So one of the the main like core combat systems is that you have these. I guess I would call them action points. I don't know what they're actually called. Valor points? But they let you do... Mm -hmm. Yeah, valor points. They let you do, like, cool moves, basically. You can spend a point and do a cool move, but you have a limited number of them. But then your characters get abilities that will generate those points during combat. And so that's the other thing that was nice about them is the spear people get those abilities, I think, the first time they level up. So you're instantly generating a lot of valor points, and then you can kind of put them in... So, like, I have ones who, like, like to be by allies because they're always together. And so they just, like, are, are they're just generating so much valor. Yeah. And then they can always use their special abilities, which, like, their special abilities reduce the damage that you take. And it's just, like, generally speaking, they're pretty much impenetrable. But I, I did want to mention, And then like, my archer is just a straight killer. Yeah. Just a murderer. <laughs> yeah. As long as they're not shooting your, your person in the back. They never do. They never do. I mean, dude, motherfuckers will be, like have the most perfect line of sight to an enemy and just be like 30 percent chance to hit your friend like really um, it's like the ex, it's the ex, it's the XCOM thing right the, like yeah. the gun that's straight in the alien's face and 60 percent chance of hitting you're like excuse me on the plus like, side how? yeah on the, on the i i don't think i've ever missed i think it's like just like 22 percent to hit your ally or 88 percent to hit your yeah. enemy 
yeah, yeah. yeah me- meaning like there's no whiffing yeah. but you can like whiff and shoot your friend it's just like it's like yeah. you're gonna shoot an arrow and it's gonna hit something but i just like <laughs> i never put them close together like my archer is yeah. usually kind of on the other side yeah or just far away from everybody else or they're shooting also she's gotten so good that she essentially one shot kills people and so in one turn she can usually take someone out so she'll just fire at like completely different people mm-hmm. than who everyone else is fighting which helps a lot that's and sick. i do want to say so so like the basis of this combat system is very D inspired with like action yeah. points or whatever yeah um but the difference between this and D and now again i'm not a veteran in D and D, but it's like you know it's you get these big like powerful moves that can change the course of battle but you can only use them so much in a day or in like a set you know it's this big special moment and here it's the same balance as that um where you're sitting there and you're like looking at a weapon and you're like early on like two points like how the fuck am i going to justify two points i don't care if you hit two people like that is a i mean that's a big investment but this game's sort of trick in the combat department is that, yeah, like you're talking about, you can generate these points really actively in the fight. And so then all of a sudden you're using super moves all over the place. And it's just, to me, it is such a great iteration on that formula. Like, cause like, I just, I just love having the criteria of like, these are the things I need to be satisfying while doing my best to like kill all the things to be generating all these points and doing all these powerful moves. It just, the combat starts a little slow, just like D&D, and then it just explodes into just like epicness so I, I i love that see once i realized once that clicked in my head like that's what this is gonna be like i was like ooh, this is actually gonna be sick yeah zoe what are you rolling with what did you choose as your beginning story so i started out as the the bandit so you start out with 50 suspicion and i think you start out with 250 gold i want to say now i will say granted um what I did initially was kind of start a save. I don't even remember what class I really started with. I played for maybe about two hours, and then I restarted the game yeah. with that mm-hmm. knowledge. I feel like that's the um, way to go. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, that's like how I kind of like to play mm-hmm. these games. I do that a lot with like Darkest Dungeon. I'll do that a lot with... Um, I'll do that a lot with like different types of like similar role-playing games in a way. Um, and it's not that I have to be perfect, but it's like, I always like to kind of figure out what stats matter or what resources matter first, and then I'll restart with that knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did my bandits, which, uh, includes, well, right now I have 10 people in my crew right now, but it started out with, seriously, I've sunk a lot of hours into this game. Ten people's Um, a lot of people though. I I was looking at, at how many hours each of us has zoe has 30 hours in this game now granted yeah. a lot of that is paused i think because i would like Fair. pause and like go clean something or like go do dinner but yes it, it is a lot but i think it started out though with two roguelike backstabbing people an archer and then one uh, heavy hammer type dude um and i name and the th- i think the thing that i love hearing from all of you guys is like everyone's kind of doing their own sort of role play so like you know Mm -hmm. james named him after like people on the podcast elena's done all of her like heroine things and i've named all of my people after stars and constellations so i've got like polaris and cygnus and sirius and it's great like that's kind of how i've been naming every single one of the people that comes onto my crew um 
and I don't know, it's it's been great. Basically, I have a hammer guy who's like just a war machine destructoid who like will one shot people and charge into them and taunt them. Um, for a while, I had a chaos archer with flaming arrows that would set all of my people on fire eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, found a better bow that did not have fire and immediately switched that out of <laughs> yeah, finding that's, it. That's how mine was <laughs> too. No way. Um, I do have a war horse. Um, named CJ that has just been going that's named after a horse that I used to ride when I was a kid so CJ's been uh, tearing shit up it's been especially crucial now that I finally got like one of the one of my archer's level up abilities allows you to control animals which thank god for that because now I can actually control my horse to not run into fire or not run into poison or not like like whatever yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh my horse I would have to reload a bunch of battles sometimes because the computer would automatically like target my horse into a lightning strike and kill it oh my god as soon as the horse would move into that area I'd be like reload the battle (laughs) fuck you (laughs) like I'm not doing this Um, yeah that's but when yeah, you like been... shoot the the horse with an arrow that knocks it back to get it out of the lightning. Yeah, if only <laughs> I had knockback abilities, right? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's been super fun though, and um, I don't know. I've just I've really been enjoying running around with that quick crew. I like the movability of all the rangers and like the backstabbing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, they all have poison daggers, so they've been applying a lot of poison buffs to a lot of people or debuffs, I guess. Um, and then I just have my one shot hammer guy who just kind of cleans up the mess mm-hmm. after them. So it's, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, it turns out like, so I want to, okay. I know we're a little bit into it, but I want to set like the, the expectation for this game for people mm-hmm. who maybe haven't played it and are considering, cause I would say you should play it. I would say it's good. It's really good, actually. It's really good. Um, it's really good. But like, this is—it's like a, you know, if you if you're talking about like the the model of like AAA games and like I don't even know what else that means, like double A, single A, B, or whatever. You know, it feels like a very small, kind of like indie game. Like there's so many things about it that will strike you as kind of like yeah like b tier or like a little bit like i'm just gonna say quote lacking but what's amazing about it is if you just get past that stuff and you just recognize that's what it is the game is actually really good it's bounced really well it's really fun um but like you know like the kill animations for example there's like one kill animation per class yeah there's like fucking (laughs) brutal it's fucking brutal yeah yeah there's like one uh song for battles you know what i mean there's like you go into the the blacksmith and it's like kind of like a still scene you know where you just click on things Mm -hmm. like there's no voice acting like there's so many uh bells and whistles and quality of life no i wouldn't say quality of life but there's you know what i mean like so many the garnishes uh that you expect out of like just a larger game with more people working on it like it doesn't have but what it does have it's a really good game underneath though and so (laughs) if you could just get into that zone it's great um yeah so let's see okay mm-hmm. i'll I think, talk about my cr- oh, oh yeah, it, one thing that i wanted to mention real quick like i think you should play this game absolutely um you need to be aware that this is not like a high fantasy you are a hero game 
This mm-hmm. is a low mm-hmm. fantasy. You are a ba- a scrappy band of adventurers, like doing your best to survive and like struggle to make sure, like, to control your resources so you don't like run out of food and starve to death. <clears throat> that's yeah. That's super fair, and like also, oh, that's the other thing. Like the writing is kind of weird. Like you don't know what I mean. Like you're just sitting yeah, there. Like I'm curious to hear what other people think about the writing of this game. Look, I'm not. I'm never like the right person to like analyze the writing but it's like you sit there and you're like i know you're going for morally gray but like i actually don't understand what's going on (laughs) it's so like i think i might actually just treat this like it's fucking slay the spire and just look at the rewards like is that really like where i'm going (laughs) you know what i mean yeah so the first time so i i started a save in this game and i got about two and a half three hours in kind of like zoe and um i like 100 sided with the quote-unquote state that first time mm-hmm. like against the refugees coming in from the other land which the game doesn't want you to do like it definitely pushes you towards like being anti-establishment like save the save the refugees even if they're low-key pillaging and like mm-hmm. invading. Yeah. yeah well do you remember the remember the refugee comes to you and they're like yo it's so fucked up man like they just they won't take us in and they won't let us work. And you're like, yeah, that is fucked up. It's like, so all we need to do is kill all their guards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they yeah, won't be able to have no one anymore. to protect them and they'll be and forced to share with they'll us. They'll be forced and to share. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Fuck, what? <laughs> Which honestly, I like, I like that writing. I mean, I think they do a pretty good job of like giving you two honest, like reasonable choices. Um, with the caveat that you kind of like need like siding with one doesn't make the other one hate you all that much. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like you, it doesn't seem to cut off your options dramatically to like choose one, at least at, at the point where I am um, in the story. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't hate the writing. I, it is a little bit odd and like, it's, it's kind of a fun layer on top of like justifying your actions but um it's not like the point of the game i would say yeah but i find that fine good yeah great for actually the goal of what we kind of picked this for which is more just like enjoy it vibe you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. play the game enjoy it yeah so it's less about like and I'm, i'm not saying it's like nothing about it but it's just you know you don't really have to care if you don't want to care mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just like you care with the amount that you want to yeah um which i think is kind of nice um but yeah like it's just funny because it's like oh you you sided with against us and you killed like all of these fucking guys well i have a quest for you <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> maybe that'll convince you i'm like yeah maybe it will let's see what the fuck <laughs> i mean i don't know is the loot good i don't know exactly we'll talk yeah like there was there was like there was this one fucking quest where i'm sitting there and it's like i'm in front of a it's like in a fisherman place and you're just sitting there and he's like get her the fuck out of here and then i like completed the quest somehow and got the reward but then he was like she's still not the fuck out of here and then i went to talk to her and she was like i'm not getting the fuck out of here unless you fight me and i was just like what so i'm like do i really Mm. just kill this person like anyways um i just bribed him you oh, him. I yeah. I threatened him because like it's... as long as you're not being like chased by the cops, like 
it 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 kind of feels like like adding to your threat level is like free yeah it's, i've it's, definitely it should been just be. stealing things you sh- should be stealing or should be yes you know what i like, mean i feel yeah. like the right way to do it is to use that threat meter like another resource that you have exactly. and like when you get low yeah. enough you steal some shit and then and you let say, it go the down way, the advice yeah. i gave to you elena mm-hmm. uh was and and maybe people can correct me about or not correct me but rather enlighten me about further things you can do with stealing i know you can sell it for extra suspicion um can you what the fuck does the chest do do you know what i'm saying uh, i know what the does chest that does. sell stolen stuff or no. am i no it steals stuff? I, it 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 doesn't it does neither of those things it says like you fence stolen goods mm-hmm. what it which is it feels like it's actually incorrect um what it does is when you sell like red goods mm-hmm. you get a huge amount of threat meter uh-huh. right but if you put them in the chest and you have your thief um, assigned to the chest, then over the course of a night, a couple of nights, um, it changes from red to normal and you can sell it for free for, for no threat. Oh. I see. Okay. Because what I was going to say is that, um, especially early on, uh, a really good strategy is to steal stuff that is crafting components of things mm-hmm. that you need that you can use right away. Because yeah. when you craft with it, if you steal salt, cook with it, then it's no longer stolen. So that's definitely like a great early game strategy. Also, um, another great early game strategy, which I ignored my first playthrough, just have a fucking cook and cook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, bread. Yeah, good. Bread oh, yeah, is good so valuable to just cook. <laughs> mm-hmm. also, I was so lucky. Yeah. There's a character in one of the novels that I chose to name one of people who's like has to cook in the novel. And I was like, fuck yeah, just wish she has to be a cook just because, you know, and so I immediately got that not knowing how good it was. And then I was mm. like, oh, this is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, more what, of a lore choice, but it worked out. Something that I just found out like eight hours in is that there are different tabs to the knowledge page um, mm-hmm. to learn yep. stuff. And you can learn like different recipes for tinkering like blacksmithing Mm -hmm. cooking and that's how you do it you don't have to like buy new recipes um my mind was blown when i when i figured that out i was like this is what that system is it's not well explained i would say um or at least i didn't notice um that seems pretty valuable because only having access to bread is um a little bit frustrating well, especially because you can be using, like, you can cook meat. Yeah. You know, from, like, wolves or pigs right. or whatever the boars. And, and it seems to be a massive upgrade. Or mm-hmm. fishing, right? Fishing yeah. mm-hmm. also. I was going to say, like, cooking and fishing were, like, my main, I guess, f- resource, like, gathering things as I was saving up money for the most part. Mm-hmm. Saving up money. A premise that is difficult mm-hmm. in this game, it would seem. Yeah, so, like... Yeah. I, I know we're kind of like stalling. McCoy, do you want to talk about what what your composition is before we get too far away? I don't know. I mean, like whatever. Like so I so I um because I like challenge, I have continued with my original playthrough, despite making a number of like mistakes or unoptimal moves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like doing things that I realized later wasn't the right way or not being on the right thing soon enough. Um but I'm excited to potentially start over again. Um, but anyways, 
So like, you know, I, I would say like I had much less understanding and it's more like the mm. comp that I've built. Um, so I have two archers, two... Do you know what storyline you started out with? Sorry. I don't know. You started like, out with the friends. Did I? It's the first option. So that's like what? Like rogue archer... Bandit, yeah, you had a rogue ball. archer. Ranger, they call it. Yeah. Swords person? Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I've just built it from there. Like, I just, you know, it, it's like you sort of want to, like, build compositions that make sense to you and, like, combat compositions that make sense mm-hmm. to you. Um, so, for example, like, I have two archers and they both uh, have the, like, if you're next to an ally, you gain a point and they just roll together like uh that's that's a good strat yeah so that's kind of fun and so they they basically like bunny bunny hop or whatever like off of each other basically by like always ending near each other or ending near an ally in this sort of weird like positioning which is kind of fun um yeah i mean i don't know it's i i guess i would just like say like there's a lot of like things you need to change your mindset about in this game that can really help Mm -hmm. like for me like changing the mindset of like just for some reason at when i first started this game i thought it was like a four person party for a while mm-hmm. i thought that was just what it is and so you could get a new guy but you would swap but that's not the case at all no so he has 150 yeah. guys you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like how much, seeing like, that how much meat like how much food do you have to eat every night like probably like uh well so 60. that's a that's kind of what i was gonna kind of uh tail end with like mccoy's thing because mccoy was saying you know i'm in kind of dire straits and i think it's because of kind of the the i wouldn't call them skill checks but it's definitely like an economy check that the game gives on you which is like every day cycle or maybe two days i'm not really sure about the timing just yet but each person in your band has wages that need to be paid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and at the same time like james was just saying there each of them needs a little bit of sustenance. Um, and so I think right now I need to feed them, I want to say 38 things of food right now. I yeah. did put a knowledge point into fasting, which is supposedly to like make their food consumption last, although I don't think it went down by all that much to be Mm -hmm. honest Mm -hmm. um same with the wages thing i was like okay i'll also do like less wages and yet i'm still paying now about 150 Mm -hmm. uh per bill um so it's definitely a way to keep your economy in check for a while and you know if you if you don't pay them their wages if you don't feed them they have this happiness meter that goes down um and if you let it get too bad, eventually one of your band members could very well just leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't gotten to that part yet. Um, I'm quite wealthy at the moment, but food is getting very difficult when I'm like, I'm practically like buying out the whole market of salt right now. I've got like 50 <laughs> things of salt, but I'm trying to catch as much fish and like hunt as many wolves and boar as possible because I got the recipes for like cooked boar and cooked wolf um, and cooked fish. Um, but still, it's just like as soon as I feed them, the day is over and I have to feed them again. I'm like, God damn, I can't keep doing this to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 interesting though because like 
Okay, the question I have for you guys is, do, do you think they scale the amount of enemies in the encounter based on how many people you have? Or no? Because I felt un unclear about this, but when I got more people, it felt like I was instantly fighting more people, like, right away. Mm -hmm. And so then I, this... I think it scales, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because hmm. then this suggests to me that there might actually be a way to play this that is with less people. But definitely playing it with more people makes sense also. Because you just have a lot of turns and a lot of damage output. Um, Interesting. So I, I, just, I, I have know. a five-person party right now. I added one person. And, yeah, that's what and I have one too. extra pony named Pony. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you have two ponies both named Pony? No, one of them is named Cameron. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, right, oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, James is like, wait, 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 I don't even have 10 friends. Like, what the fuck is going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Run out of names with my naming system. We'll just go to stars and shit. Well, after um, after the initial, like, screen, I didn't bother renaming anybody, like, new, you know? Like, mm -hmm. um, like they're not Pokemon. I mean, come on. I don't know. Um, I think you should get a guy, name him Gabe, and then let him die. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Shout out to Gabe. Rest I, in peace. I right, Gabe. What? <laughs> What's up, what? buddy? Um, <laughs> wow. Fair. Uh, Sorry. Hard yeah. joke. No, you're you're absolutely right. I I should do that. Um, send him to jail. Actually, just like blame blame him for my crimes and. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think. I did notice like a slight uptick in enemies, but I also thought that that might be just like higher level encounters. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think that more enemies means that you get more rewards too. So yeah, I think it probably does a, l a little bit. I, I yeah. wouldn't say it's too much. Um, I think it is another with th animals though. Cause you get like the number of, like right. meat and corpses yeah based definitely on helps animals. with wolves and boars for sure yeah. but mm -hmm. also at the same time it's like i think at this point i'm encountering like 15 wolves at the same time and i'm just like jesus christ <laughs> like i can't yeah. can i ask yeah. a high level question about something that i i just like ran i i think i might have reloaded a save the like ghost animals mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep are those winnable? Yes, they are. Do you have to like just beat everything that spawns or do you have to like defeat something before it spawns or something? Like So, um what how it's worked for me at least, um I've done two of those battles. Um after the first round another wave comes in and then after the second round another wave comes in and the nightmare appears. Yeah. And after that happens, no more spawn. You just have to kill them all. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That yeah. was my experience as well. No, at but that the actual point, one that I... Okay. One of my dudes had already, like, fleed, and, like, one of them was on death's door, and there was a nightmare, and I was like, I don't think I'm high enough level for this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of things where you're just like, oh, so that's just not even close to winnable. Like, this fucking... That fucking super hard boss guy. Oh my the god! Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. I ran up to him with one of my dudes, like attacked him. Was like, oh, and then he yeah. one shot at my dude. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, because he has this strange mechanic where like he can kind of move every other one of your moves. Yeah, and then he does this thing where he'll like walk up to you and he'll be like, 
I'm, well, he's like, first you'd be like, I'm targeting this guy. And you'd be like, oh, shit. And then he walks up, but he, like, hits them or he walks up and starts hitting them or whatever. But either way, like, I actually wonder if having less people or the willingness to throw people away is, like, the way to beat him. Because, yeah. like, because here's the thing, right? Like, when he targets one of your people, if they've already moved that cycle and you have seven other people who are going to go, you're, you're just dead. He's just yeah. dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's so, like, at least that guy's just dead. Yeah. Has anyone sure. beat him? Zoe, have you beat him? Well, so the thing, that was the other thing I was going to mention. So at first, I, when I encountered him, he was level four and all my guys were level two or something. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to just do that thing where I'm going to level up all my guys way overpowered mm-hmm. and I'm going to then face mm-hmm. him. No, he scales as well. He is oh. now level eight. Um, oh. All of my guys are level six. Like So it's like he's always constantly two levels above you hmm. um okay. so no i have not defeated him yet i'm like trying to think like i'm kind of trying to think of a similar tactics as you mccoy where i'm just like okay i had i faced him with five people five people got obliterated within like three of his moves and so i'm like mm-hmm. do i just need to like face him with like 40 guys like 20 guys or even and it's just sheer force of will just like overpowering to like show just how strong he is it's 40 guys 20 of them are named gabe they go first (laughs) (laughs) what about this what about this just go to the inn and just pick up every motherfucker and just yeah. do that That's like horrible, three days though. in a row and then just send them all in. I don't want to do that. The you don't have to pay their wages that I mean, <laughs> Yeah, because that's what I'm saying, dude. That's awful. I refuse. I mean, the other thing is like maybe just a million archers, but I don't know. Like it's it's, it's, it's really possible wild. That I think that like you might be able to like send one guy in, like have him die or get get hit to death's door and then like send him off into a corner. And then send the next guy in, get him to death's door, send him off into a corner, etc. You know, and then just like leave them in a corner while the rest of your squad deals with deals with him. That's also so horrible. It's just like a little huddle of dying guys, and you just be like, "Okay, McCoy, it's your turn. Get in there," and you just like pat him on the butt and send him in. D day or something, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was so I was researching not like outside of the game but inside of the game different tactics and there are let's see so poison is does percentage health so i thought that would be powerful i was looking at percentage health mm-hmm. fire does because he has a lot of health. health interesting i didn't know that um so poison is and then also there's like a bomb you can make i think it's in the alchemy tree but you need like althazar powder or something which you can steal from someone if you're lucky enough to find it and it's like that'll do percentage you, health you too. You can buy it from some roaming merchants. But like, even still, man, I was like, cool. I can do theoretically like ten percent of his max health. Like, this is gonna be great. And it's like, it's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just oh god. So that stuff is just That's absolutely like, brutal. Yeah. That and the tomb that I went to was fucking disgustingly hard. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't I... tried the tomb because you were oh. so upset about it. It was just that a was while the first thing I fled. Yeah. Yeah. McLaren were playing back to back, and it was just like fuck this tomb, fuck the tomb for like I don't know twenty minutes. Like every, I don't know if it was just every time you saw it or if you saw me going near it, but you're like, don't go in that tomb. But like, so it's where's the tomb? Of the... Um, I haven't found it's it like yet. It's like one of the south points of mm-hmm. the starting. Yeah, oh, I just wanted, like, a cold dish, forest situation. Right. Cool. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I th- one of the things I really want to impart in people is that th- I feel like this is a really 
overall at least like a very well balanced game mm-hmm. i feel mm-hmm. like that's what they did a really good job at it in this game is balance in so many different ways like like because like you know it's kind of like um it reminds me a little bit of like slay the spire maybe where it's like there's a curve and it's like if you're behind the curve you're kind of like fucked but it's just like battling at the curve and so it sounds like so it might have escaped the monetary curve which is pretty exciting um but like otherwise i would say like i've essentially escaped no curve it's like pretty hard like it's just in the sense of like the upgrade materials you need to to get your armor back it's just like that shit is just like constantly low like money's constantly mm-hmm. low like food is constantly low ish um you're not getting new weapons all the time like you you have especially if you don't get more ponies but you should um like you might have inventory like the limits. ponies it's need just... food is the problem yeah mm-hmm. so it's just mm-hmm. like if you want a better load you've gotta you've gotta just do it at the detriment of gold actually ponies don't have wages but they do have food consumption is the mm-hmm. problem yo they should just low-key have wages high anyways. food consumption yeah <laughs> but like but i just think like it's 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 interesting because what we're talking about is like okay these are the sections of the game that were so ridiculously hard we can't even fathom them but like what we're not at least what i'm not feeling and i hope you guys aren't feeling it either is like what i'm not feeling is just like yeah but like this is just easy mode like it's 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 tuned in such a way that you are out there struggling yeah um Mm -hmm. the only thing that i would personally change about it and again like you know when it comes to game criticism i'm not saying they have to change it or like i'd be mad if they don't change it but just the one thing that i personally would like a little bit is i'd like a little bit of reprieve on how frequently the wages are due because i find it so so stressful and like punishing to explore if you don't Mm -hmm. go and get the fucking money and come back in an efficient way you know what i mean or if you go the wrong way around a mountain like and maybe just everything like i'd love to just explore a little more without that but again it's it's part of their really nicely tuned game so they'd have to change a lot but it's just that's the one thing that i just noticed is like it's like you should probably and and they do have a button for this they literally have a button for like dump all your progress and return to the village Mm -hmm. and i feel like that is just the admittance of like if you go off from the village and you don't actually get to where you want to go or you turn into like you know you turn around a corner it's like oh it's it's uh, some rocks and like three things of wood and you're like that's not worth all of the money and all the food and all the fucking travel time um you really should just like go back to the village and trash all your progress so i feel like it's it's got some of that vibe whereas i personally mm-hmm. wish it was just like a little bit more uh adventuring that you could do um but i think it's just that's just what they want they want that pressure mm. um on you and it is it is good um did you guys feel that at all? It's like, it's, it's a lot of pressure. I would, I would yeah. love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, I was going to ask you guys how you felt about the maneuverability of the world. And my main complaint is I almost think that the fatigue meter needs to be tweaked a bit to allow for that kind of mistake in navigation sometimes. Like the amount of times that I would waste like a full day mm-hmm. just wandering and trying to find like a pathway up a slope. It's only always to up realize, a slope. Yep. I, I think either, I don't think it's necessarily that the terrain needs to be better marked to show areas you can and can't go, but I just definitely think it is helpful to just not have the, I, I, I just keep on feeling that the fatigue meter is just depleting way too quickly for my I liking. Think so. I think so. Um, and yeah, as a result, like every single thing needs to be a beeline in the exact way, no room for error almost. 
Um, mm-hmm. And if I slightly go off the path, then it's like I'm wasting a full day's worth of food, which mm-hmm. right now is very costly for me. Yeah. Um, so as a result, what is happening, I'm finding is I'm doing less exploration into these new areas and more like contract work in totally. areas that I've already traversed and I know how to get around. Um, and so as a result, like, yes, I'm, you know, 30 hours into this game. Now, how much of that I've played, I don't know. But like, I've only really truly unearthed the starting area. And it, mm-hmm. it's an open world game. There's a ton of areas that are yet to be explored. Um, and yet I am finding myself just constantly needing to keep up with the cash flow and keep up with the food. And I'm going to places more familiar because I know how to get around that and get that quickly. Yeah, right. oh, I, I completely yeah. agree. The, the thing is, it's like, it's a flavor. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like the flavor that they chose. And I think it is a, and again, don't let us dissuade you from playing this game. This game is, is fun. Oh yeah, for um, sure. <laughs> But like, but agree, like for me, I think I would prefer the flavor of a little bit less oppressive feeling around just like, holy fuck, rent is due in every possible way. They do uh, it when you're fighting, which I think I is hilarious. <laughs> that like, is you hilarious. Know, the next cycle has started. You have 145 wages to pay. It's like, I'm busy at the moment. <laughs> you're like, Legolas, shoot him quickly. He's, and he's like, yo, they are you going to pay me this time or not? Like, yeah. They do give you like a bit of a... Like they they'll inform you, but they it's not like rent is due and you have to like go deal with that this second. No, I do love though when you rest, right, and then you finally like you know click like the food part and it actually like you know it fills up your fatigue meter and then right after that it's like rent's due. You're like, whoo, skip that for a day. Yeah, (laughs) very nice. But but yeah, I agree. It's just so that and I think actually like that's why I kind of want to start over. I think guys, am I wrong? Can you start on a different continent? I you can like I saw that I in the beginning of the once game. Once you get to them, you might be able to. Like I, I never oh. got yeah. to another one in my first. I never got to a, another like kingdom in my first like two hour run. I I haven't even opened one up in my second two hour run. So, or, or more than that hour run. Um. So I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. But. I can quickly check just because I've unlocked that second area. I'm actually curious if it would let me start up in Malheim. Because that'd be cool. I feel like maybe. So while you're checking, but yeah, I would just say like, guys, like seriously, like I know it, it just, I just seriously want to impart this so much on people. This is such a fun game. I have fucking loved playing this game. It was exactly what I wanted it to be, which was such a nice, soft, mm-hmm. kind reintroduction into playing games, into podcasts and everything. Like it's, it's so chill like when i'm sitting there and i'm playing valorant and then i am literally like elena will come home and i'll be fucking scratching away my chest like because i'm just like so anxious like hey uh what's up like i'm like that i'm like that dave Chappelle character that was like on crack or whatever i'm just like hey guys like scratching my (laughs) neck and shit and then i play this game and i'm like holy fuck like this is like a chill vibe yeah like i actually i love that I mean, it's dangerous. It's very easy to get right. It's one of those games where it's like, there's always just like one more little thing. Like, oh, well, I'll just like get back to the town. Okay, well, I'll just like, mm-hmm. you know, like one of those where it's like, it's easy yes. to get wrapped in for a long period of time. But here's how you can tell that's true. Okay. Because Elaine and I were sitting there some night and we were both playing um, at our computers, which are back to back to each other. And we're like, okay, we'll meet up at like 830. 
And then 8.30 rolls around, and we're, like, talking. I look over. She's in a battle. Like, I'm in a battle, too. We're, like, sitting there. Like, oh, we should probably finish our battles. And then it's, like, you can tell, like, it doesn't get fully communicated, like, exactly what our next step of the plan really is. And so then I can tell, like, I finished my battle, but I'm thinking, well, I'm going to wait for her. But then she finishes her battle and thinks, I'm going to wait for him. But then no one actually says shit. And at some point, I just have to be like, hold on. What the fuck are we doing? And then she's like, oh, I was waiting for you. And I was like, but you didn't say that. I was like, yeah. Well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I, I don't know. We're being idiots. We gotta stop. Um, yeah, it's like 11 p.m. Yeah, it's like, no, it never got that bad. It was like it was. I think it was like 8:50. I I pulled it off before nine because I was like I was watching it. I knew this pattern was gonna happen, but it's just one of those games, you know, where you could just keep going and and chilling and and vibing. Um, yeah, the days are like, short enough that just one more day is like feels like yeah. it's always viable. Yeah, and then, I have a new right. strategy in life. I don't, yeah. I, the whole just one more thing, I just, I don't, don't, I do not do that. Yeah, but you ever. have like more self-control than I would say the average person. Agreed. <laughs> Sometimes, man. <laughs> it's right, not Unless there's fucking milk in the house. <laughs> Did you guys know, this is a total tangent. What the McCoy, fuck? I want to know. Spill the tea. When I have, so when I like need to cook something or bake something that requires milk, I'll get like a small thing of milk from the grocery. And I swear the moment McCoy sees that shit, he will drink. Th- doesn't matter how much is left. Hold on. The rest of it is gone. Hold on. Let's be super fair about this. And I'm not going to dispute exactly your claims, but I mm-hmm. am going to add a shade of detail that you're not adding. I wait for you to cook with whatever you need. That's true. You do. And then there's the rest of it, which you don't drink. Mm-hmm. No, I hate milk. And will not be used and has in the past gone bad. And so then I drink it all but immediately. But you will <laughs> chug it in one day and I'll come home and like, yeah. we'll be talking like, like, oh, like my stomach's been kind of upset today. Like I'm not feeling super great. He's essentially lactose intolerant. So and I'll open up the fridge and be like, did you drink the rest of that fucking thing of milk and yeah. he's like first of all yeah. so here's why i i love the taste of milk i love ice cream i love cheese i love all sorts of dairy things dairy fat i, I love them it's mm-hmm. amazing it's amazing yeah it's amazing and um yeah milk's amazing if you get the right type you know i buy the good stuff yeah you gotta buy the good stuff and you have to have the right amount of fat percentage that you like or yeah whatever. i get whole milk yeah exactly <laughs> all yeah. of it um i like the cream on top stuff actually you guys know yeah. what i'm talking about it's like yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit's dope as fuck. The problem is then you have like negative fat percent water underneath if you don't mix it. So <laughs> Which like, would, yeah. So you stuff like, anyways. But yeah, that's a total tangent. I'm just saying, James. Before you give him too much credit for his self control, just know that it all falls apart if there's fucking milk anywhere in the house. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, fair. <laughs> yeah, at chips and salsa too. But like, there's there's some things that I choose to. The best move is to not fight the battle. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kenji like, has a good story about your chips and salsa. What? I said that, did and then you guys... Did, did, I don't know. We're moving DC'd. on. We're moving you on. You said that shit in DC'd. What the... F- yeah, oh, I hey, said oh, that hey, shit in DC'd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. What the hell, dude? <laughs> That's a mic drop moment. Unintentional, but goddamn. Sick. Um, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, well, I was going to quickly give a quick update. I did yes. check my save file. You can. So once you unlock another kingdom, so I can start in Marheim now. Huh. That's if cool. I were to start a new save file. So to clarify, is that uh, getting there is either doing the quest that I think I, I'm, I'm about to be able to do from the town hall or paying 200 for the pass? 
Uh, I've just been paying. I've been paying two hundred every time. Oh, you guys didn't uh, every time. Oh, I I did it a very different way. How do you? How How did you yeah. do it? I want to know. I uh, took over the town with the refugees and killed everybody. Oh yeah, nice. Oh. Holy hell! <laughs> okay. and now I must have done too many new... like town positive things to do that. Yeah, at some point I was just like, I don't want to really want to try and make these like super great i just i didn't love the way the decisions were i didn't like love the writing of it like i was like i don't like either of these people i was like you know what i'm just gonna go for it like i have to start just choosing options and just doing it so i was like fuck it we're just going full into so i am heavily went with the refugees and yeah you eventually the refugees leader's like so you want to go kill everybody in the town and you're like yeah sure why not and then you go over there and you kill everybody in the town. Do you want to kill and they in the execute, town so that, that we can integrate? You're they like, yeah, execute okay. the mayor and hang all of their supporters. And then he's the new mayor. And then he says, hey. Do you get pass. the mayor's shit? Because she has some pretty high level gear. No. Well, you get like, you get like, Fuck. you get some stuff. But you do get some nice armor from it. You get some gold. You get actually, you get like 200 gold, which is pretty good. And then you get the pass to go through the gates, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, the but then the the, also the weird part about that is so you you go you completely take over the town right you kill everyone there's this like big battle and then all the vendors like the blacksmith and like the apothecary exactly the same no changes they don't say anything about it nice which that's because my narrative yeah is that it's fear it's it's fear-based right they know that you just did all that and they're like i'm not gonna say anything to this Mm. crazy band of ladies i mean honestly like that's what people do after war they're like yo um you're a scientist for us now. You're a blacksmith for us now. And they're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because what's their alternative? Um, yeah. But like, that, so that's another example of like, it's sort of B tier nature. And again, I don't mean that in terms of quality. I just mean that in terms of like, you know, if you were to talk about the like a game with the most sell ever, it's kind of like, you know what they did for the Dying Light 2 trailers and stuff. They were like, you're going to take over this town and everything's going to change and it's going to change the course of the world and the ripple effects are going to... It's like, we're not dealing with that level of epic scale um, in this game, but it just doesn't seem to matter. Um, I definitely want to start another character or another well set of characters, another group, another troop. Um, I'm very excited for that. What I, are you going to name them? Yeah, yeah see, You need a naming scheme. I don't have a naming scheme. I usually just let them have their own names. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do. Because to me, to me, I like... It keeps them more uh, expendable. Yes, exactly. <laughs> They're all just numbers to me, James. Um, yeah, just name ex- them 1, 2, 3, 4. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 1A, 2A, 3A. But yeah, like, it's... it's. I don't know. What I will say is that there's different, like, styles of saving and stuff like that, and one i've been doing the saving style of like you get one save i don't know why i'm doing this to be honest i don't know why i limit myself because i have actually pretty like we said good discipline around saves and i like having the ability to do that and i will note that i punish myself incredibly hard for doing this on accident because tired at the end of one gaming session i decided okay i'm just gonna try to fight this crazy guy and see what happens and i'm gonna save right before i go in there and so i save before i go in there and i fight him and i'm like this is absolutely not gonna work out and so I'm like, cool, all right, I'm done, I'm tired, I'm going to quit. And for some reason, my brain just says, okay, save and, and leave for tonight. And so I saved in the battle over my previous save, which was oh. the dumbest thing. Yeah, so I'm like, there was a lot of cussing. And then so then I'm just like, oh, cool, uh, now we're going to do a real great experiment for the podcast. I'm going to learn more things. I'm going to see what this retreat button does. And it's 
devastating. Yep. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. You lose all your armor. Yeah, all well, so you, then you go back to town and you have him, like, rebuild yeah, your, armor your armor for, like, 20 bucks. No, it is not 20 bucks if you it's lose all your bucks. armor. It's 20, it's 20 bucks. bucks. Well, first of all, James, listen. You don't sound like you have very good armor. Okay. <laughs> it's You're right. I don't have very good armor, but it's so much cheaper to just have the blacksmith fix it than it is to, like, use mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Um, whatever spare parts. Unless unless you're generating spare parts with your tinkerer. Yeah, so how do you generate more of those? I can only generate two per rest, or is that normal? I think that's normal. I think you I, need more tinkerers. Yeah. yeah, you probably need more tinkerers and more tinkerer tables. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because I just know that, like, you start to learn things like, oh, I'm going to go back to town once in a while, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to buy salt, or I'm going to go, and I'm going to buy th- these repair resources from the blacksmith. You know, like, these are just things I need to do. Um, and you get in sort of a rhythm of it. I think what another thing, this this um was something that I was innately doing, and I think a lot of people would innately do, but I think Zoe called it out when I was watching her play, and I was like, oh, yeah, we should call this out too, which is just that this game has such a hard-on for starting you in these, like, ooh, your rogue is, like, behind three guys. It's going to be oh, so yeah. awesome. It's like, your rogue is going to get murdered. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Like... Instead, try placing them all the way on the right side or alternatively the left side and let half the people just spend like 40 turns running to you. Like, please do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? You can essentially just kite people and wait for them to come to you. And then if you have archers, they're in trouble. Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. a really good way to play the game. Yeah. They like to do like the, ooh, we're going to, you can go in the middle of their two sides. And then, you know, isn't that so great? It's not great. It's not great. (laughs) No, that you're instantly flanked. Yeah. yeah, that's not. And so like, good. I love to, because like, first of all, like people's movement are, is not that far. Even like wolves and stuff, it's not that far. And so like, you should just let them run. And the other thing is, occasionally the AI in this game, which is why I don't have any horse fighting with me, because I'm just like I I can't fathom not controlling. It just like freaks me out. Because like the AI when the enemy is controlling it, it's like it makes sense. It makes sense. And then occasionally they just run up into the middle of nowhere and then they just start aiming coup de gras. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yo, don't step here. I'm like, ah. Oh, I don't think I was gonna. <laughs> like, that's... That's, the, like, mul- But Oh, no. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, the, the AI-controlled things also screw with a lot of the quests that are, like, fight everyone and kill everyone except this one person in that troop. That That's mm. one of the quests I'm doing right now is, like, there's this, uh, there's this girl I'm supposed to be capturing and bringing back to her parents, and she's a part of this fighting group, and she's only fighting with some fists, um Hmm. but at the same time i have this rogue that i've recruited into my ranks who's another quest line she wants me to like fight the entire guard and all of one land and the guard is like level eight and i'm like we're gonna wait till we level up sweetie we're not gonna do this right now (laughs) um but as a result the ai controls her every single time no matter how far that i put this ai thing away from the person i'm supposed to keep alive like she will make a beeline for the person that's supposed to be alive and just slaughter her and it's like unfortunately Uh. melina has died so you have to restart the battle and i'm like fuck you (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. like because like it's funny when they're throwing a battle and they're the enemies, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? When that one dude just like randomly runs the wrong way and you're like, 
I don't think that's going to be your long-term strategy. And then his next turn, he just spends running back to the same yeah. spot. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? That's funny if they're doing it. But, like, man, if it's fucking with your shit, then, yeah, that is heartbreaking. Like, the, the horse going to the lightning or whatever, what you just described. That's fu- that yeah. sounds heartbreaking. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, lightning fucks your shit up. I learned that, too. That was that was a nice lesson where you're just sort of like, I didn't even know what was happening at all yeah you and i were playing together for that and we're like what do you think this weird circle is and then we were in it and it's like oh all, all of your guys are dead just dead like not even like <laughs> yeah. sorted like like really fucking hurt and you're like oh okay I but th- it is cool i mean you can use it though and then in battles once you learn like i then i would just like run towards the lightning and like mm-hmm. get put my guys like on the other side of it and be like don't you want to hit me come here yeah come here and they totally would and they would die it's great and you know what like it, it reminds me of um a game that I really, really love that kind of has a similar combat system to this, which is um, Divinity, Original Sin mm-hmm. 2, specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. but um, but there was an awesome, awesome weapon you could get in that. I think it was a weapon or it was a spell. But basically, like, what it does is you can teleport someone, like an enemy, like, from one place to another. And, my God, the things that you can do with that, like, you can just teleport them, like, just into the, the worst area possible. Like, into the poison, into the lightning, into the fucking whatever. You can, you know, it's just, oh, it's so fun. It's such a wonderful, honestly, like, that game is so good. I think, it, I would say, if you enjoy this game, seriously consider Divinity Original Sin 2. Um, I feel like it's probably the other way around. I feel like if you, because I feel like a lot of people have played Divinity well yeah. that's that was fair. pretty big so like both. if you like divinity you should give four tales a try well that's fair but i would also say like if you're enjoying this game like give that a try because they're like you know kind of sister games in a way like in terms of the way they just approach the world like setting and combat inventory wise and it's just it's just fun like it's just like it's a fun way of going about things so yeah any other weird tips people have uh-huh God, there was there was something okay, that oh i i was gonna say there was something i had in mind and it escaped me so please go ahead okay yeah to... see if you'll think of while well, i fucking say some bullshit one thing uh you can do in this game is you can right click on an ability to quote lock the preview of the ability which basically just means so let's say you have an, a 360 spin on your like dagger for a totally not a rogue it's a ranger which by the way that is not an okay naming because a ranger it has a bow what the fuck are we doing the fuck are we doing doesn't have to have a bow a ranger ranger has has to have a bow okay a ranger has to have a bow oh thank you for yeah wow you're right that was nice (laughs) that was easy (laughs) yeah wow i felt very powerful that moment i just reiterated my point with no extra detail and convinced james i really appreciate that um but no like uh okay yeah so let's say you're doing a 360 like spin attack Mm -hmm. then you want to see if you can hit people right Mm -hmm. and and can you hit multiple people with this and so if you right click that ability and then you left click your movement and then you move your like cursor around within your moving area it will highlight who is potentially going to get hit when you step there with that move and so that's a really powerful thing to be like, okay, I want to make sure that this swords person can swipe two people. If I stand exactly here, can I swipe both those people or do I have to be exactly here? And so you can answer that by recollecting the preview. And this is really helpful. The one thing that it doesn't do is if you're an archer, it will tell you. It, it, it's like that. It's like one of my favorite stories of all time. It's like, it'll be like, you can hit that guy. 
but you will hit your friend also. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it doesn't tell that until, until you actually move there. Um, yeah. Have you guys read that story? I know this is like the hundred thousandth time probably, but that story about the like you can go that way. Do you guys know that shit? Uh, no. Uh, no. I okay, heard perfect. Story. Okay, okay. It's not my story, but goddamn, I've taken it, which is great because it involves being in Mexico, which I was definitely not in the place of Mexico that this took place in. Um, <laughs> but it's funny because I just take it anyways. Um, basically, it was a friend of ours or a friend of a friend or something or acquaintance of a, who the fuck cares. And they were in Mexico and they were like driving through this like sort of the back, you know, back roads and through like small towns. And basically they got to this like town and it was like totally closed for like essentially like the mob or like some like it had been like legitimately closed like do not fucking go here and so they were like trying to see if there was another way around like okay we don't want to drive through this because it seems kind of dangerous but maybe we could drive around um and there was a path that leads up and around the mountain so it kind of goes around the town and so they're like sitting there going like okay and they and so they walk up to this local person who's outside the town, who's just, like, sitting there, like, whatever, like, lives, like, a house, like, slightly outside the town, and they go, like, hey, like, can we go up that way? Will that get us to where we, go? like, we want to go? And they, like, have a map, and they're, like, pointing, like, we want to get to this city. Like, can we go that way? And the person has really broken English and just goes, like, you can go that way. And it's, like, shaking their head, like, hmm. Like, they're really thinking about it, like, you can go that way. And they keep shaking their head. And they're just kind of, like, waiting there, like, and then they and then so then the people are like okay that's kind of a weird interaction and they start to walk away and the person goes like hold on a second and like runs back up to them taps on them and goes um you can go that way but you will die <laughs> as if they were like trying to figure out how to say but you will die in english the whole time and it was like yo that kind of changes <laughs> the premise here um so, oh God, I did such a bad job telling this story. It doesn't even matter. But that's what I feel like with the archers here. Cause he's like sitting there. It's like, you can shoot that person from there, but you will hit your friend in the back. Like, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. They will get and upset then, with you. And then yeah, there's the their relationship, relationship point yes. will suffer. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So awesome. Yeah. So, cool. that, that, so that was another thing. So it's not really tips as much as it's just questions about whether or not like either I just haven't really engaged with the mechanic as much or if you guys have. And it may just be a, a playtime kind of thing, but the relationships between your companions, I haven't really found that to be all that impactful yet. Like, yes, when my archer hits one of my people, like on a 30% chance and it hits them, like, of course, it says, like, their relationship deteriorates. But mm-hmm. I haven't had more than, like, a plus one, minus one relationship thing, like, I've looked at the achievements. Apparently, you can forge close bonds. I don't know at what level a close bond or a close hatred is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just curious if other people have been, like, playing around with that a little bit more. Like, I know every time you rest, there's, like, sometimes someone who has, like, who wants to talk to you. And, yeah, they have a concern. Um, they'll have a concern you can remediate it sometimes you'll like all three options can be like positive or like two are positive one is negative or sometimes i've gotten some rust where all of the outcomes are negative and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay which one are we gonna do here but like yeah i don't know i haven't really done any that involves companionship all that much and i'm curious if you guys have done that or not i mean it's there but i feel like it's as as impactful as you describe for me at Mm -hmm. least so far but it sounds like it's just part of like 
you know like when you when you rest like a lot of things happen and you're just like oh like like happiness seems to do a lot of things but like you can't really tell like how much it's really it just feels like there's a lot of like numbers working in a positive or a negative direction just in the background i suspect that's what is happening with like experience or something like that gained when it comes to your your uh, allies you know knowing each other or whatever and i feel like you just kind of like oh i mean that's green so i guess we're good and you i don't know that's that's mm-hmm. been where i'm at so far with it yeah to be honest yeah okay but green is good and you can lose your happiness really fast but you you know I'm, I'm sad that happiness is capped is it um yeah it's capped at 15 for me is it? yeah okay yeah, yeah mine too. that would explain why i have 15 and it's not oh shit so i should reallocate those motherfuckers yeah if i'm gonna go if, if you're yeah. ever if you're ever at eight at huh. 15 you should probably move them you get like 15 10 or 15 um like influence per increase per like happiness over 15 but 15 is where you get like the 15 percent increased um experience which seems super important Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i've definitely been using the influence as a way to get through many of the quest things where it's just negotiate cost 50 points like 50 yeah. of those influence points and i think i have a bank of like 600 points by now that i'm just like yep we're gonna negotiate <laughs> or i'm gonna yeah, persuade I essentially <laughs> always negotiate for a higher salary now because money is tight but yeah, right, influence exactly. right. is not right totally mm-hmm. and that can be a bit of a gambler's trap too because then you can spend a lot of influence and not make that much money but if you yeah. need the money you need the money sort of thing yeah yeah i did want to really quickly go back to fire and that mm-hmm. like okay. fire mm-hmm. bow um, chaos archers <laughs> yeah i think i think that that the fire is actually like really good um because it doesn't seem to like cause injuries much in in your allies like yeah it can become disastrous if you are very slow at beating the battle um but like if you if you use it right it feels like even if your whole team is on fire, what it's actually doing is just like speeding up the battle. Um, and then at the end of it, all of your dudes just like heal to max fire doesn't do damage to your armor. So like it feels scary, but I don't think it actually is like that chaotic. I think, I think it, it, it gives you more benefit than it hurts. But also, I will be. probably uh, get rid of this bow as quickly as possible as well. Because yeah. it's scary. It just, yeah, it didn't, yeah, it didn't feel great. And it's it another thing good, I, yeah. like, to manage during battles that I was sort of like not into managing. And I guess, too, because my people tend to fight in tight clumps. Mm-hmm. Like they, like yeah. all of, like I have one archer and then everybody else is like a big beefy melee. And so they tend to fight in one squad and they have a bunch of abilities that like work well together. Mm-hmm. And so they would just all be on fire like either with all of them yeah <laughs> i feel like when i did use it well if i could like hit people in the back or in a different area and like they would tick down a little bit before they got to my group that worked well yeah. but when it was just like and i have now set my entire crew on fire and we're like very much on a clock here yeah for sure i i i used it really well i in on certain maps where you can create a choke point that the enemies like mm-hmm. will just run through because the AI doesn't recognize fire as something to avoid. 
Um, and then it'll like hit them twice. Um, cause like when you step on fire ground, I think it, it activates fire and deals damage. And then at the end of their turn, it'll also deal damage. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how fucking thirsty the AI is though. Like yeah. when they'll just <laughs> run through fire. Which is like, imagine just lighting yourself on fire so you can get like the killing boat. Yeah, well, they're fearless. Yeah. Like what? Like what are you doing? <laughs> like, but I also did like send one of my dudes into fire to deal the final blow on an archer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, we bought that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Listen, man, uh, it's been fun. This was a uh, a nice low pressure. What? You gotta rate it. Okay. This is the tyranny of thumbs. <laughs> yeah. We must submit to the tyranny and rate the thing. You okay. didn't let him finish his sentence. Maybe he was going to say, so I let's rate just... this bad boy and get out of here. Or something Were you going like to say, that. let's rate this bad boy and get out of here? Oh, I wish I had that, had that exact phrase on the on the, the burner there. But I was, yeah, I mean, and then I would I would try to see where I'm going okay. with this okay. before you oh, make yeah, a judgment. Yeah, yeah. Just, I would just I try it. I see what you mean. Just try it. Just, just see. All right. All right. I'll give it a try. It's like you're the person honestly who is like oh my god we finish each other's and you're like sandwiches you know what i mean you just like shout some shit it's like that's not what i was thinking but like thanks um just looking out for you bro i appreciate that um we should make sandwiches or eat sandwiches do you want to like not today like right now no no just like soon <laughs> like are we planning our dinner for tomorrow like sure. live on air sandwiches yeah. Write in a tyranny of thumbs at gmail.com if uh, you think we should have what's your sandwiches favorite sandwich? tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I lo- yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Peanut butter and jelly. Is that really your favorite sandwich? Think about it. It actually is, yes. Wow. I, Yo. I love, I love peanut Well, actually, I'm more of a peanut butter and banana kind of person, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Okay. Well, let's rate this bad boy and get out of here. What do you think? Fuck um, yeah. Okay. Great. Fuck yeah. All right, Elena, why don't you start Fuck considering, yeah. you know, your <laughs> aggressive <laughs> nature? Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, okay. I'll start. Okay. I'm not afraid. Okay. Um I really like this game. I'm really excited that we're playing it. This really appeals to like every part of my gamer being. Um I really like the resource management. I really like how this game is tuned to be like, the inventory is so not overwhelming. Like you get one armor every two hours or something. Like It is very manageable and the upgrades feel very meaningful. And they're not, it's not like, McCoy and I just played Borderlands somewhat recently with my sister. And like, I think you, I think we could have upgraded our weapons literally every minute in that game. Like maybe every 30 seconds. Like it was that rapid. So horrible. And it's so, so unfulfilling and so not fun and so time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. But it ruins everything. Like imagine like going to a store, like in the game, like a merchant and seeing something that theoretically would be really cool. But then thinking to yourself, I mean, I just, I feel like, in one minute this will be replaced by something else yeah or I should... and you also have like a hundred weapons to sell every it's just like it's way too much and so this game goes in the complete opposite direction of that and i feel like this is like really out of vogue right now like no one wants to do this i think games are really hooked on this like give them so many things and i love that this game doesn't do that um i like that it's like challenging at least so far 
and I'm not super far into it, but so far it feels like the challenge level isn't dropping off, which I like. I feel like some a lot of times in these games, like I'll play them until I feel like I've hit a point where I'm just so far ahead of the curve that it's sort of no longer fun. Um, mm-hmm. And this game feels like it's at least not going to hit that for a long time. If it ever hits that, I'm curious. And it's, yeah, it's some good old fashioned like medieval fantasy, which I'm really loving. And um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying it. It has really hit the spot in terms of like a chill, calm, very engaging, like very fun, welcome change from the first person shooters and things we've been playing. And so I think for me, at least, like this is directly what I want out of a game. This is what I'm looking for. And I think it's a gold star for me. Like, I, I don't love the, I will say, I don't love the writing. I don't find the storylines to be fulfilling, but none of that bothers me. Like, it doesn't get in the way of what I'm actually looking for in this game, which is like, oh, and I really like the combat. I think the combat's super dope. I think it does a really good job of making you feel, like, really cool when you can pull things off. And, like, I don't think I've put that much time and energy into thinking about my composition, but they just work well together um, and it feels good, and I like that. Like if you kill two people with one turn, oh my god, with one character, so you're just like, oh my yeah, god, like, fuck yeah. So yeah, in general, I'm just really enjoying it. I'm really looking forward to playing more of it. It's been a really nice break from kind of the other. Not that I haven't liked those if I've been playing, but like this is what I was looking for. I'm really glad that it exists. That's a cold star for me. I like it. Sweet. Next person next podcast okay um i guess i'll go go ahead doesn't really matter well, i don't know since one of you guys picked this do you want to go last oh that is tradition okay okay uh, just thoughts zoe sure. you have spoken sure. and so now you're on the. you have to go now okay i'm on the chopping block i exactly. get it all right <laughs> um um so i i i mean i think obviously with what we've referenced to my uh play count here for the hour count um i really like this game i don't really uh sink 30 hours into something that i hate um Mm -hmm. so that means something for sure um and like i said like i'm not really somebody who's into this you know medieval fantasy rpg type of game and yet at the same time this game kind of scratched the sort of itch that i've been having for a for these types of games. And I think I mean these types of games kind of like what it means like XCOM, quite honestly, with that mm-hmm. kind of turn-based combat. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the combat um, in this. Is the game buggy? Yes. Like, have I had to restart multiple battles? Yes. But this game's still in early access from what I recall. And so, like, it's hopefully something that's going to get ironed out in, like, future releases and whatnot. Um but I've certainly enjoyed actually, like, going about and, like, kind of role-playing my way through the world. Um, yeah, like, the quests, are they super engaging? Not really. But I'm still having a lot of fun, and I think that means something. So, also, I've got the music stuck in my head, like, that's good. every damn day for the past week. So, I don't even know what that's about. But, that's good. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just... When, when uh, McCoy and Elena first, like, approached this, they were saying, like, just approach this as, like, a nice chill game to play. So kind of what I ended up doing was just each night I would play, like, an hour or two and 
when you're kind of like sat there and you're, I don't know, you got like a cup of tea and you're like cuddled in a blanket and you just kind of like maneuver about the world. It's so low key. It was kind of nice to be able to play a game like that for sure. That just did not need like inhuman reactions or like who needed, you know, your complete focus 100% of the time. You could take your time with each of the moves that you want to make deliberately. And I think it's also cool that you can kind of choose the experience that you want to have with this game. If you want to be hardcore and be like, no, if my people are dead, they're dead. You can set the difficulty to be that way. Um, you, I, I found it interesting. You could also choose like the kind of save state system mm-hmm. that you want. So like I, I just did a free save system, which is just like you can save literally anytime you want. Um, and that's just kind of how I can curate it to be my own chill experience where I'm not panicking if a fight's going terribly wrong. If my chaos archer sends 10 of my guys to death's door, I can just simply restart the battle and be like, okay, chill, yep, dude, we're going to put you yep. in the farthest corner away from everybody. <laughs> um, and I, and I, you know, if, if that's your kind of gameplay, I think you'd really like this kind of game. I can't hear them. Um, so I'm going to give it a two thumbs up, I think. Mm-hmm. really fun to play really and en- really have enjoyed it and we'll most likely definitely play more if i can find the time for sure yeah i would say this is one of the first games in a long time that i like want to play more of yeah after like in mm-hmm. a real serious way i just really like the vibe which mm-hmm. is good um yeah and i, I kind of want to like start another save state and try like mm-hmm. with a different like starting uh thing now that i know that you can start in different areas that i've unlocked now so it's it's interesting that way and i'm very curious how that will go mm-hmm. yeah yeah totally agree with that um i would say but you can't go yet oh yeah his internet is dead again this is oh awesome. no james no it's okay he'll probably come okay. back I'll, I'll go then yeah you can go and um, if anything else we've had james send in his um his ratings written. like po- yeah post podcast anyways before is he writing this on his phone he must be right probably yeah okay but anyways, um, I would also say, by the way, oh, <laughs> what is he says? Uh, yeah, that's just one hour forty. need to mute my whining. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's hella funny. That should just be the cold open, bro. It's just James <laughs> whining. Just Fuck, James is whining. Stop, yeah. Shit. Um. Anyways, but yeah, like I would also say another. <laughs> He's back. Hey, welcome. Hi. Hey. What's up? <laughs> We were just uh, talking about you. I've been bitching about the fact that my internet like full died for like a minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah, that's um, unfortunate. Yeah, we got the sense that that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. So, um, sounds like Zoe finished her review. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's your turn. It's my turn. It, it's so great that I'm here for this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say I've really loved this experience of my internet dying constantly. Um, it feels like old times, like last Doesn't year. It? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to give your internet <laughs> a thumb rating? You want to give that maybe like a... My internet? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I would give Spectrum um, mm. a thumbs down uh, as an that ISP. Brand deal. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, Spectrum was going to sponsor us. I would just say no, man. Yeah. Fuck that. They don't get to sponsor um, us. If you want to change that rating, please pay me. Um, <laughs> yeah, or fix the internet. One of the two. No. If no. No. It doesn't. Yeah, it didn't. No, just an pay me. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll lie and say it's great if you pay me, but uh Dude, I, on that exact show me topic the money. though, have you guys seen um you guys like see like everyone gets sponsored by a bunch of things. Like obviously Raid Shadow Legends is a meme, but one of the one other ones is uh Raycons. Like yes. wireless earbuds. <laughs> yeah. So you should Which if you haven't garbage. already mm-hmm. watch Dank Pods review of the wireless earbuds. Yeah. The Raycons. They're it's, it's a really quality fire, it's like seventeen dude. minutes. It's yeah. worth it's it. It's fucking yeah, it's fire. <laughs> um so a hundred percent recommend that video. <laughs> <laughs> and it will change your entire perspective we were just watching a scale up video over dinner uh about just like gaming news and stuff like that which by the way is an excellent fantastic weekly news show um but he's sponsored by raycons and he says that at the beginning and we just sit there and it's like <laughs> like it just it gives you a totally different perspective once yeah. you've seen that dang pause video so okay get the James. bag my man get the bag maybe <laughs> i don't know get the bag yeah okay just you know, shed your own, like, self-respect and yeah. get the bag. Yeah. yeah. Um, on that note, uh, this game is great. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many, like, tactics games I've ever really played before. I've, mm-hmm. like, touched... A number of them but only for maybe an hour or two um and i've kind of bounced off the genre on in general um which is interesting i i feel like i would probably really enjoy xcom but i've just like never played it um but yeah i i don't know this game is great I think that the way that this game does it is is really engaging and it's not like dramatically overwhelming like um the tactics games that um Adam Stafford plays rest in peace um <laughs> and then he tells me about them and I'm like mhm 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 I hate that a uh, whole idea uh I don't want to yeah. play that at all um but this one I don't know like as we were talking about at the beginning like there is kind of the character sheet math and stuff, but then your ability to interact with it is like as deep as you want it to be kind of. Um, Otherwise you can just like click buttons and have fun. Um, Nice. um, And um, yeah, it kind of lets me kind of learn it over time, which is the way that I feel like I really like, find mastery in such things uh instead of like reading the whole manual and then diving into a game um i'm gonna give it two thumbs up i think so far i i I think that um it's like kind of exactly what i needed um but not like my perfect game that like really touches me i don't know two thumbs up but a strong two thumbs up Mm -hmm. yeah i hear that i totally hear that i feel like this game to me like is a two thumbs up game and and that and i think that is like a category that i've been thinking a lot about over the years we do this podcast because it feels like for me it's like it it, i don't know if it's actually true but it feels like there's this giant like weird chasm between like gold star and like one thumb where it tends to be like 
I, I want to believe that all these games should be two thumbs up, but then so many of them are not mm-hmm. for, for whatever reason. Um, whereas this one, I'm like, that's a two thumbs up game. Cause it's like, it, I don't think it necessarily touched my soul, you know, in the way that some of these gold star ones have, but it's fucking fun and it's just a good game. And like, it restores my faith in, in video games at times because you sit there and you just go like, oh yeah, so like when they were just distracting you with all the flashing bells and whistles of all this other shit and you weren't actually enjoying it as much, this is a good example of what you were actually missing. Like you were just looking for a good game. Because like, you know, they could have had another artist or another animator or another whatever you know, if they were a bigger company, they could have just been like, all right, we have a guy, we hired him, and he is exclusively going to make kill animations, and there's going to be 20 per class. You know what I mean? And they could have just been like, oh, yeah, and we're, you know, and they could have expanded all these other things, um, but none of that matters if they don't have, like, the core game here that someone or some group of people were just inspired to make, and clearly it shows, and it hangs together, and it's cohesive, and it's lovely. So... Shout out to them for that. I would say, yeah, two thumbs up. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to play more. The other thing I wanted to shout out was, and I've been trying to think of the fucking name because it's some weird fucking name. Um, But if you want to play another tactics game that is more like XCOM, whereas this one's more like Divinity, although they're all very similar to each other, it's that fucking tactics game where, like, you have, like, animals as characters. I fucking... Do you know what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah, I also can't remember the name of it, but I remember watching you play it. Someone Google that shit. What the fuck am I talking about? It's like radioactive animals. They're like yeah, tactics what? game with animals. animals. <laughs> yeah, it's well, like uh, they're like people animals. They have guns and stuff. Yeah, they're like mute. They're it's, it's mute. They're mutant year zero. Mutant year zero. Mutant year okay, yep. zero. Yep, that's the first thing that actually came up when I googled that. Wow, very nice. Road to Eden. Good for Google. So I would just say mutant year zero is like. I feel like I I like that game makes me want to cry to be honest because I I know it wasn't very successful, um I know it didn't really like, like you know, make its inroads into the sort of the gaming sphere like no one really talked about it, um but it was a tactics game and it had a really interesting trailer like a really weird trailer and I I remember playing it, and um that has got to be one of my favorite games of all time. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Like, it is such a great, like, step from XCOM. Like, we took XCOM, but we wanted to, like, do more with it in our own specific way. And it is just excellent. It's excellent. So, if you're ever feeling that, and maybe, like, now is the wrong time for that, because I feel like this game still has life and legs and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so, I would say, obviously, for us here, just play this game until you don't want to anymore. But I'm just saying, like, that game was so fucking excellent. And, like... Just the fact that nobody talked about that in any context that I saw, whether it be like, oh, this is a great design game, so here's like a video essay on it, or just like just nothing. I just heard zero, and it was so sad. And um, they were practically giving it away by the end. It was just, mm-hmm. it was heartbreaking, but it is so fucking good. Because um, it, it does XCOM plus stealth in this like beautiful way. And it's interesting because like a lot of people, you know, I remember back in the day, people were like, Yo, you should play Invisible Ink. Invisible Ink is like just like XCOM. You know, it's like that like, you know, kind of stealthy like tower, like cartoonish. You guys know what I'm talking about? Invisible Ink. I don't. It's another like XCOM like game. I remember it being recommended. So like I, I played that game. Try to play it. Yeah. I did. I, did. I fucking played it, and I just remember like being like, 
and I know some people are like that game, and I do not mean to offend you when I say this, but I just I thought that game fucking sucked. <laughs> like I don't know, it just didn't it just didn't have the soul that I needed. And Mutant Year Zero fucking has that soul. Like, and it just spectacular. So cool, man. Um, that is all of that. Look forward to sporadic episodes, maybe when people are free, maybe. Um, We're just following our bliss now. That's right. Yeah. We want to play a game, we play a game. We want to watch Cyberpunk, we watch Cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Edge Runners. When you want to edge, wait. Cyberpunk colon Edge Runners. Yeah. Let's continue to try and make that joke. I just hear James in the background just go, fuck. (laughs) It's like, okay. The word Um, edge now. Yeah. Never not funny. It's no, never but I just not funny. Like, like which to the, is a to problem the at work. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> but no, to like the motherfuckers that are still listening to this, whoever the fuck they may be, you know, it's just like... What's up, Keenan? Yeah, what's up, Keenan? <laughs> yeah, what's up, Keenan? What's up, Gabe? What's up, you know, friends and homies and whatever else? It's just like, you know, shout out to you guys. Um, hi, obvious. mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> exactly. That, that could actually be real in yeah. her case. I know my mom doesn't <laughs> listen. I know she doesn't listen. And I don't think she should listen. I think Zoe's mom is a much better overlap for this kind of thing than my mom is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, this is not, you know, this is not our entire life. So, you know, sometimes things happen. Um, but I think I'm going to try to like make some more stuff. I feel like there's like some, there's yeah. some ideas and things on the back burner that yeah. I really want to get to. So we'll yeah. see. And there are um, games to play, man. Yeah. I'm hoping to be enjoying Call of Duty tomorrow. That's what I'm hoping. That's, Hell yeah. yeah that's We're going to find dream. out. I just bought it. Oh, yeah. Nice. Very yeah, nice. I got it downloaded. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I see. It's my first Call of Duty game. Mm-hmm. So if it's excited. bad, that's... Blame McCoy. Yeah. Yeah, Brian's <laughs> been like, he's like, oh, I played the beta. Like, I don't know if I love it. He's like, I don't, think, I don't know if I'm going to get it. And he had like he had some criticisms, but I'm not going to say what they are because I want us to go in with an open mind. Um, But yep. fair, he had some reasonable criticisms, of course. And then I was kind of like, yeah, like Elena's going to play it, though, because she wants to try her first Call of Duty. And he was like, fuck. <laughs> So now he's spending seventy dollars. Yeah, it, there's it's seventy. Yeah, it's it, it's the new it's the new normal, which is yeah. like I mean you know it's a lot. I remember when games were forty. Um, but I think it might have been mobile only was forty. I don't think I remember like mainline console and or PC games being. No, 40. they were always. I remember 60. fifty. They've actually gotten cheaper over time because of inflation. Well, I remember fifty. But like yeah, that's fair. Um. But that's a larger topic. And yeah. you know what we do with Why larger we topics? we discuss it next time? But that's a lie. We won't discuss it next time. We might because we're going to talk about Call of Duty probably Oh, next maybe time. we will discuss it next exactly. time. Exactly. Oh, I thought you were just going to like put it off into the nether. No, I have a plan. Of... <laughs> okay. All okay. right. Okay. Let's All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's hit that uh, stop button there. God damn. <laughs>